0: This is Puck here, New Zealand's hockey podcast, with your hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury. Joe Ho Ho. Oh, 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 oh. It's right, it is the season. It is the BHL holiday classic season. Brought and this is our special brought to you by Kimura Hockey House. Uh, So, it's a if you don't know, it's a very special tournament put on by the uh, Auckland's Premier Beer League, the Backyard Hockey League. And Joe, you're actually you're playing in this tournament.
1: I am. Yeah, I'm part of the I'm part of the Castors team, um, which is normally my normal BHL team. So there's a bunch of BHL teams in the tournament. Uh, Also a bunch of teams from other teams from around Auckland and other teams from around the country, including Christchurch, Queenstown and
0: the Wellington Seals. (laughs) Yep, the Wellington Seals. I don't know why I did that, but um, I think we're all very, very happy and excited about the Wellington Seals being here. Uh, We wrote a feature about them uh, on Pakeet.nz. It's done incredibly well for us to the point that we, we've actually been obviously this is our first episode in a while we've both been away um and so for the most part it was quite hard to <laughs> write more articles while we're away uh, i had like the wordpress um app on my ipad and i did one article about uh the ice blacks naming their like wider training squad and that was such a pain in the ass to write and put together. Like it's so easy to sit down on a computer and just tap away on a keyboard um i feel like i just can't do the same on a screen no it's uh it's gross that's all i'm gonna say it's a gross experience (laughs) that's a good way of putting it gross um i suppose you could get like an ipad bro but i i saw someone with one of those on a plane and the thing was massive like jeez the amount of money you'd spend for something like that is ridiculous uh, and completely unneeded. But anyway, um, so yeah, being, uh, been away and that was like our first big feature that we've done since coming back. And, uh, because we were away, away like for three weeks and, you know, not putting much up on the website, obviously traffic kind of dies down a bit. And, uh, last month or well not last month, um, not in November, where are we at? uh october <laughs> uh that was a good month for us our second month we'd grown quite a lot uh, a lot of people come in and visiting the website so we really appreciate that and thought yeah figured that the numbers would drop down a lot like while we're away and then put up that article like what couple of days before the end of november and just from the article alone uh november's been our best month of the website so, really appreciate that. And it's awesome to see that there is an appetite for that content and people are so keen to hear about this stuff.
1: Yeah. It just goes to show that people want to hear those, um, those local stories uh, and there's a, there's a f- real uh, hunger. Yeah, yeah, appetite is the word, hunger and appetite uh, for hearing those, <clears throat> those Kiwi stories and stories that people... And we even had like a lot of international um, inquiries about learning more about who the Wellington Seals were, what their rink was that they played on, what the fuck their lawnmower thing is that they groom <laughs> the ice with. Um, so yeah, it was a cool story, and you did a great job on it.
0: Thanks, man. The I saw I also shared it on the Reddit and on like on hockey Reddit, the subreddit, and uh, just the people there are quite a lot more cynical. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, because the Wellington Seals. Their jerseys are modeled after the Vegas Golden Knights. Are you saying that people on Reddit are cynical? I know. Crazy, right? I can't believe it. I thought it'd be this really, like, fun, uh, supportive community. And sometimes it is, if it's, like, a cute kid story. But, you know, when you're trying to tell the story of, like, some random hockey team in New Zealand, everyone just kind of picks it apart. But, you know, whatever. Jog on, Reddit. Yeah. Anyway, let's do that hockey. And uh, we got a few... We've got a few interviews um, to share with you. Uh, first up, Cam Green, uh, co-founder of the uh, BHL and this tournament, the uh, Holiday Classic. One of his many brain charts. Almost third member of this podcast, considering how much airtime he gets on it. I know. Um, <laughs> I feel like in some way, like, they should sponsor us. <laughs> I think we should be getting something coming our way, man um well when we walked into the rink um i mean i appreciate the beers though we'll talk about that later yeah
1: when we walked into the rink also we got a um shout out across the um pa we'd we'd arrived
0: that was uh very embarrassing we
1: weird song dedication by him as well which was
0: what was the song
1: i don't know some hip-hop song Kinda and
0: then cr- he, ca- he was cutting in being the hype man and like yeah. talking about you during the song i love you cam i love you cam that was a that was a special moment uh, anyway, this is um, the first of our interviews uh, as part of our Holiday Classic special. It's Cam Green and us behind Paradise Everdale. We're here with uh, our old friend of the podcast, Cam Green, co-founder of the Backyard Hockey League, and uh, so we want to know what is so special about this tournament.
2: I think, it, I think it's a chance to give, uh, give the game an opportunity to grow and, uh, and it's a chance for us to really kind of show off um, what we started a few years back and, and share our style of hockey with everybody else and at the end of the day it's really about building the hockey community in the country and uh, just having a good weekend out with the boys.
1: Uh, now as the tournament organizer, how do you reckon it's gone so far? Do you reckon? Are we building something to be an annual event here right now, out the back of Paradise?
2: Okay, well, I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of pressure. I'm trying to go minute by minute, hour by hour. i I'm, for me, it's. I feel like kind of numb still, and uh, and the barometer of the success will be what what happens a couple of days after. Um, I'm really kind of looking forward to tomorrow at uh, at twelve o'clock when it's over. Um, but for right now the feedback's been great from the guys um, especially the teams that have come from like far away and stuff um they they've seemed to really enjoy themselves and and taking it and run with it and that's kind of where the premise came from. When I was younger, I always I always loved going to tournaments with the with my team and and just being off somewhere else. It, it makes it a lot of fun. So that's what it, that's what it's about is all, all the boys getting together and, and just enjoying their time and and I think they're enjoying themselves. So like I said, for me, the barometer will come in the next next week or so when I get a little bit more feedback. But as for whether or not it's going to be a yearly event, I think we're going to stick with bi-yearly for right now. <laughs> and then uh, if, if things change, then, then we'll change it up a little bit. But
0: Yeah, I mean, I've I seen that we saw you hustling around the behind the scenes. Uh, something to do with uh, beer kegs? You're running out of beer here already?
2: yeah that happens um, when you're not the show you uh, you run out of beer because you got a bunch of guys that are fueled by it when they and they got the bodies to prove it <laughs> I mean after all it is a beer league right
1: yeah just uh, looking at myself I've drunk a lot of that IPA that IPA is a good drop and you've run out of Pilsner
2: which- yeah. Yeah, Collab Co- Brewing—they've—they've they've give us, given us a hand, and—and um, and it's the first step in uh, Hockey House Brewers, so that's coming.
0: <laughs> oh, I like the sound of that because I've literally—I just had one before we did this interview, and I'm—I'm uh, I'm getting buzzed already. So I feel like I've had three. I'd be down for a night of karaoke or something. Uh, but yeah, so the Holiday Classic, you know. Um, You mentioned we've got teams from out of town here, like it's not just Auckland teams here, you've opened it up to other cities. Aside from Wellington, uh, which we will get to, uh, where have the other teams come from?
2: So we got uh, we got the boys for, in from Queenstown that uh, run the rink down there, and um, they brought up the Black Jurassic from the Jurassic Hockey League. And then we also got um, a, a team that, it's called the Auckland Reapers. They're from here. A lot of the guys are from here in town. But they're a traveling team that goes and plays a, a yearly thing against Australia and a couple other little trips throughout the year where they travel around. So they've joined us. And then we got um, the Wellington Seals that have come in. And where's the other one? Christchurch. Oh yeah, and then the Christchurch Underdogs, which are a, a club that plays in the premier side of, in the uh S&C over in, in Christchurch. A bunch of Czechoslovakians.
0: Nice. Uh, speaking of, so do you think in the future, if you're making this a, a bi-annually thing, uh, that you would open this up internationally?
2: I've already had a huge amount of interest from a lot of buddies in Canada that want to come, because they see what I'm doing here. And uh, uh, kind of the idea of the buy yearly is to give guys 24 months to save up to come, rather than you know inside 12 months. So uh, I don't really know where it's gonna go. I think it's um, I think it's I think we're off to a good start. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The sky's the limit. I think.
1: Uh, now you mentioned the the Christchurch underdogs team. Now one one member on that team is an Auckland based person. Can you just talk about Stephen Mawson's look that he's got going on with that hair and that mustache?
2: <laughs> it's funny that you say that. I actually, I I had messaged him out of out of nowhere because I, I met all the dudes in Christchurch when we went down to a Dunedin tournament, and they were they hung with us all night. And they were the three in the morning crew that was opposite our crew. Well, I'm
1: a so, cross I'm a cross as well. So all right. I see, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, find
2: so, it out. So they were throwing down. Actually, a side note for the tournament, most of the visiting teams have gotten um, hotels. They just rented like a million dollar house, <laughs> and they have just been yeah. balling hard. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> um, where are we at here? Oh, yeah, Mawson, getting back to Mawson. So, yeah, they they couldn't bring their whole squad, so I said, okay, I'll, I'll pop in a few guys. So I started racking my brain, looking for old old BHLers, guys that aren't still playing, and I called Mawson up. I said, hey, man, you got to come out. I need, you, I need you to come out. He said, yeah, okay, sure. And I said, but there's one condition. He's like, what? I said, if you don't have the flow, you got to wear... Um, a wig to bring back the flow. He said, don't worry, I got it together and tournament starts two days before the month end, so I still got the mo. So my luck is on point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, again, I am really feeling that IPA. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, now, so yeah, the holiday classic here, uh, it has seen the uh, competitive debut of the Wellington Seals which is uh, the capital city's first ice hockey team, which is freaking awesome. But uh, how do you think they fit fared in uh, your tournament?
2: Okay, those guys, I've seen them since day one. They showed up, so they started playing on Friday, but they showed up on Thursday, all of them. And they hung out at the bar all, all day and I got to know each one of them individually. And I said to myself, okay, I, I tried to put myself in their shoes and I was like thinking, okay, if I played my first game ever, what would I want? So actually, props to Somerville, but Aaron Somerville met me at Botany at 6.30 in the morning on Friday, and we killed the lights, brought out the smoke machines, introduced their whole team full bore, and they went absolutely nuts. Then they repaid us about a minute and a half into the game. They've never ever played a game before. It was time for a line change. The goalie made a save. Defenseman skated up the ice, got to about the red line. Coach steps up on the bench and goes, "Change him up!" Defenseman leaves the puck where it is. All five of them go to the bench. (laughs) Four on O the other way, Cheeto. What? They gave up the first goal ever in history because of a line change. I guess, uh,
0: I mean, if you've you've read the article uh, that we've got up on uh, parquet.nz, you've seen the the interesting setup that they have there at Wellington. So, yeah, I was quite interested to see how they would go on a full-size ring, especially because coming from where they are, practicing down at – You put them on botany. You put them on the big rink.
2: Oh, they loved it. They loved it. They they actually – they showed up and had skate practice here like the day before. Yeah, it was pretty – it was good, though. It's so fun. And seeing, like I was saying to uh, Dagsy last night, um, we were just kind of reminiscing on what, how it's gone so far. And I was, and I was saying, like my highlight of the trip so far has just been that team. So like, um, just just seeing the excitement and the passion in them is just, yeah, it's it's it makes all the hard work worth it.
0: Yeah, and hopefully by the sounds of it, I mean they already get like hundred people going through the uh, rink. <laughs> which is basically like if you're in Auckland, you know, like in the summer or no, not in the summer, in the winter, and Paradise put on like the little mobile rink in Altair Square, it looks like it's about the same size.
2: Yeah, the, guy, <laughs> the boys told, were telling me, because we're sitting at Botany and, and we're looking at the, the big massive surface, and I said, though, like, so give me a perspective, like how big's your rink? And he's like, from blue line to red line, that's it. Wow, and I was crazy. Like, what? And he goes, and about half the distance across and i was like wow that's insane and he goes and it's really crappy ice this ice is amazing he's like we all got to get used to the puck and i was like well what do you mean he goes But when a guy passes you the puck, it just keeps going here. There it just stops and it's really slow and and when it hits the boards, it just springs right back and comes right back onto your stick. Here, if you shoot it into the boards, it just dies if you don't shoot it hard enough. And I was like, wow, that's like, it's really unreal that it's such a, it would be such a huge adjustment for them. But yeah, they were just blown away by like how, how good their skates worked and, and how well their shots were. And the one guy was telling me like how his shot how he feels like his shot is amazing on this big ice but but he feels like he can't shoot anymore on the little ice and I was just I was just cracking up and like I said just loving to see how excited these guys are to share the stories it's pretty cool
0: yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool moment in itself, just for like the like the history of the game in New Zealand. You know, having that that team, the the little rank, coming out here to the big ice, and uh, you know they've. I mean, they haven't fared so well in the actual tournament, which uh, I mean, to be fair, I think was kind of expected because you know with the way they practice, uh, it's a completely different environment. But I think from here, I mean, yeah, we could see two teams from Wellington at uh, the, the next classic. So I just I can't wait. Can't wait to see how much, you know, the sport grows in the yeah. city.
2: And the, and the good thing is, is is the boys... Oh, sorry, that's my phone. Uh, this might be a beer emergency here. A, is that a cake liver? It's <laughs> some, referees, some uh. referees. Hey, man, just doing an interview. I'll be back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shot, Eric. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, pretty professional here at your Podcast. <laughs>
2: Um, Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, I was saying, yeah. So throughout the tournament, they've gradually built. So their first game, they got shut out. Their second game, they got a goal. The third game, they were up against the best team in the the conference. Your team? Yeah, my team, of course. (laughs) So they, and they, uh, well, yeah, not only that, but we also needed eight goals to advance to get the first spot. So yeah, we had to we had to do it, but anyways, um, so they played against us. But for me, watching their first two games, that was the, easily their best played game, like a team game. They and then uh, and then today they lost again, but they they got three goals. They hadn't they so through four games they got five goals, which is pretty good. You know what I mean? And they've gotten gradually better throughout, but. The cool thing about them is win or lose. They don't really care. They're just so excited. So it's it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, well, what, a, what a great job Cam did on, um, on this weekend. Well, not even weekend, whole week. The game started on Tuesday. Uh, ran through Wednesday, Thursday. There was games all Friday morning and all Friday even. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday. Fantastic job. Uh, a whole bunch of hockey has gone on. So much beer has been drunk. <laughs> so many, so many kegs. Justin was going out and doing emergency keg runs.
0: Um, so in that interview, I feel like I sounded a little drunk at one point. You had, you'd had one of the supercharged IPAs that they'd bought in from Colab. Very supercharged. It was like a lot of flavour. Um, you know, like strong flavours. I'm not like, I'm not a huge craft beer guy, but it was. That was pretty freaking good. And, you know, as I said uh, in the interview, I think after about three, I'd be really feeling it and I would be up for like a night of karaoke. Um, by the end of that first day uh, we're, of us being there at the Classic, I had three beers in the space of a few hours and um, yeah, I definitely was feeling it. Didn't do karaoke because I figured um, we got we to gotta be alive for day two, <laughs> but Definitely enjoyed that bro. It was good.
1: Uh, full disclosure, in between, so we, I played a game, which she came along and watched, um, and which we won late, 4-3, against the, the Randy slash Le Pylons. So, there's the quarterfinals. That was the quarterfinals, and then we had a semifinal later on that day. Uh, there was a good four four hours in between where we did a few interviews, had a few beers, you left. I stayed, continued to drink beers. So had probably about six or seven beers in between my games. <laughs> I'm going to say that when I went out for the semi final against the Fox, um, I may have had a good
0: head of steam up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You were uh, in tip-top uh, Dion Phaneuf shape? I was. I was full Pylon City. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as you'll hear from this interview, uh, that I do with Joe, um, behind the Raincare Paradise Evandale. Also, shout out to Paradise, both in Evandale and Botany Dance, um, for allowing the BHL and for Cam to take up so much of the time. That is normally allocated to you know the precious public skates which is the only way that they'll make money really i guess is kind of the way it is in new zealand unfortunately um shout out to them for being so accommodating and just letting us sit up there in the bar and be a bunch of drunken idiots Uh, It's awesome and um we'll just now cross to this
1: Special interview you conducted with me post-game, post our quarterfinal win in the media room of the Paradise Ice.
0: Back again, uh, backstage, behind Paradise Avondale, trying to get away from the win, trying to get away from the noise of a kid's party behind us. So if you hear that, that's what it is. I'm not just hanging out at some random family's backyard. This is actually probably a kid's, little Timmy's fifth birthday happening uh, behind us. Uh, but I'm here with my co-host Joe Jury who has just played uh, in the uh, Holiday Classic. Obviously he plays for Le Castors and was playing against Randy. Uh, otherwise, you know, players from the, the Le Pylons And you guys won 4-3.
1: Yeah, good quarterfinal win. Uh, we came back, we were down 3-2 in the third you know, just really committed to our systems, got pucks in deep and um, grinded it out. Pucks in deep, pucks in out? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, no, it was good, it was, um, I think the, the main focus was getting me off the ice and getting um, a good defensive pair on the ice uh, to, <laughs> to help with the score late uh, to tie it up and then we um, got the puck in and uh, scored in the last minute to win the game.
0: Yeah, I so saw there was a bit of controversy there. Uh, sounds like you had clock gate, hashtag clock gate, late the uh, Canterbury Red Devils had uh, in the season. You ran out of time. Yeah, we've got a few Canterbury players on our team, actually. Me,
1: uh, Hamish Lewis, Matt Gaffigan. Uh, so we used the clock in our favour. Um, we had to be off the ice at 2 o'clock for... Um, as things run in New Zealand, public skating takes priority. So we had to be off the ice, uh, Dagsy came over and said no handshake, no handshake, get the fuck off the ice uh, before we ended and um, the clock ran out, we iced it as much as we could
0: and we somehow squeaked out a win. The one that you mentioned uh, about you coming off the ice for a better defensive pairing, but I did see um, ULD on the ice uh, paired out with Ian Wanamaker, former Ice Black, what's it like being a defensive pairing with him? Because to me that's my second favourite pairing behind anything involving Roman Polak.
1: Yeah I played the Polak um, role in that pairing. Um, did you see my slap shot from the point where I face planted?
0: I did. I it's pretty. I think there might be film with that so I, I hope that comes up on uh, you know TSN's uh, not top 10 I just put everything into it and um, really just threw myself onto the
1: ice uh, but it's it's good to play with He's, um all you need to do is just get the puck to him and he does what he does and you just kind of skate around like a, a pylon. You do skate a bit like a pylon don't you? A little bit, um, well I'm more of a forward but I get stuck back on defence. Maybe it's because of my lack of scoring. Don't don't give me that Nick Henderson bullshit. <laughs> uh, me and Hendo were very similar. No, um, so yeah, my backwards skating is not that great. So I tend to get, I do the classic defenseman trying to play against Connor McDavid. Even when I've got about a hundred metre gap, I still just turn and skate forwards while he's coming forwards <laughs> at me. Um, but yeah, it's uh, like playing with Wanamaker or uh, I was paired with Hamish Lewis for a lot of this game. Uh, just get the puck to them and try and get out of the way more than anything.
0: I did notice that the uh, puck was not on your stick for very long. Uh, but when it was, you did turn over the puck several times trying to transition from your end uh, into the neutral zone. So it makes me wonder, who are some players that you model your game after? Uh, I would say Kevin Bieksa. Um, anybody Your on, favourite
1: duck? Anybody on a third pier. Um, that just really, uh, Derek England from um, the Vegas Knights, any slow, someone who chops the puck into a triangle when they're trying to stick handle, um, John Scott is a, uh, is a massive inspiration of mine. Um, I, th- I think you're selling me a little bit short, I did stop a two on one with a diving play
0: I have, I have to say, I didn't, I didn't see that.
1: I may have just fallen over and um, gotten away, but um, I think I came out of that game on the plus side of things. And as we know, plus minus is the major metric that we judge
0: hockey players on these days. So I, I'm pretty happy. Hey, as long as you're a plus, plus, minus, Don Cherry would be a big fan of you. Mm. But one thing I noticed, you wear number seven. Um, so do you think you're like the next Tim Horton or something? Uh, no, my number inspiration is Keith Kachuk, uh, the
1: post lockout Keith Kachuk, where he was about 400 kgs and slow as shit. <laughs> uh, so it's not it's not the heyday Phoenix Coyotes Keith Kachuk, it's that um, really slow
0: Atlanta thrashes Keith Kachuk. So there's, th- there's a lot of beer, coffee, and donuts behind that? Pizza, um, KFC,
1: restaurant brands basically are my sponsor, if I was to put anything down to it.
0: Doesn't it include Subway? Like you could be eating a bit healthier, don't you think?
1: Uh, have
0: you Do you know what's in those Subway chicken fillets? No, that's pretty fair. I mean, I'm pretty partial to the three pepper chicken myself.
1: Mm, I'm a, more of a um, seafood man.
0: You fucking disgust me. Uh, now, I see that that lustrous ginger beard is back, and you wear a full face mask, college face mask. Uh, does that does that beautiful beard get in the way of you seeing the puck? I wear
1: a um, D2 face mask in honour of or in tribute really of um, Charlie Conway when they won the District 5 championship. Um, But I only wear that because in the first season of the BHL I took a slap shot from Cam Green to the face and knocked two of my teeth out, split my lip, spent a night in the uh, emergency room. Um, So ever since then I've ditched the half shield and gone the full shield which has been the best decision of my life because it wasn't fun eating through a straw for those three weeks.
0: It makes me wonder how many um, hospital visits Auckland hospitals get from this uh beer leak, you know? They should set up a um, a almost like a coffee card
1: so your fourth visit is free. Well, it's always free, but maybe you get a better you
0: get, you get better a, nurse. <laughs> yeah. You get, A better nurse. You get a bit of a um, You get a sexy nurse. A happy ending. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, I'm really glad our podcaster has the explicit Rating, you know, think about that. Uh, lastly, because you've hashtag played the game, does that make you, do you think that makes you better suited to comment, commentating about hockey as a pod, podcaster slash blogger than say someone like me whose only hockey playing experience involves AstroTurf? I think there's no doubt, um, like you you write
1: articles and everything and but you haven't been out there, you haven't been on the, in, in front of the net, you haven't seen what I've seen. And I've got a lot of peers that we talk to, which you also talk to, but they look at me and they look to me for the real questions. Whereas they look at you and go, well, he's he's a blogger. He's in his well not basement, but up, upstairs bedroom writing about things. Whereas we've got a kinship. We've got um we've got a look in the eyes at each other and we know what what questions I'm gonna ask and there's a there's a mutual respect.
0: Cool. Um yeah, well thanks for this Joe. Uh now, let's uh, cut back to us in the studio. And by studio, I mean that spare bedroom that you're talking about. Wow. Joe, that was harsh, man. Why why, why are you got to play me like that? Uh, I believe you
1: started it with a scathing um, scouting reporter of my skills. Obviously, you didn't scathing see- Scathing or accurate? Scathingly accurate. <laughs> uh, obviously, you didn't see my diving Alex Petrangelo breakup of a two-on-one you may have just seen my face forward um your
0: slap shot slap shot yeah yeah i appreciate that and uh, i'm pretty sure there is video of that on the bhl live streams that were on youtube so i think we got to dig that up and find that let's not do that i'm gonna ask cam to dispose of that footage i don't think he's doing that. It. <laughs> uh it's gonna be there for eternity um also who was it? seth was doing the live streams What's seth was that the guy
1: Uh, I'm not sure, but he did a great job, um, with the the YouTube live stream, YouTube, what a um, who knew it could be better than Facebook live, who knew a video platform could be good at doing
0: video weird, right? I mean, it's not Mm. like I watched the America's cup in 2013, uh, from YouTube while in Montreal. So it's, um, great job on that. All the games are on there. They're all archived on the,
1: the hockey house. YouTube channel. So, get on if you- want. We'll,
0: we'll put a link up uh, with the article that goes with this podcast as well. So, you'll know where to find it. And in those games, you'll
1: see the debut of the Wellington team, uh, the Wellington Seals who drove up and um, pl- they play on a what, a
0: an ice sheet the size of the Aotea Square pop-up rink. It's probably uh, the size of- Look at your- la- Like, if you're listening to this at home- Look at your lounge and the kitchen that adjoins it. It's probably about that size. So not big. And they drove up and played games on the botany Olympic sized ice rink. <laughs> yeah. <Whoa. laughs> Which was pretty brutal. That's like one extreme to another guys. Um, <laughs> but by the sounds of it, as brutal as that is, it sounds like they've absolutely loved it. Um, and... So, we interviewed Cam uh, Balworthy, forward for the Wellington Seals, who's actually a very old friend of mine, so old that we go way back to, like, the MySpace days. The Justin Timberlake MySpace or the pre-? No, the pre-Justin Timberlake MySpace. The OG. The OG, the emo fringes and the high angle selfies before they were called selfies. You know, like the the MySpace angle with the height, and everyone looks really good. Everyone looks thin. Just key was key, it was key right. for me. Uh, made me look a lot thinner. Is that was he in your top eight friends? He probably was at one point. You know, when you could expand out to like sixteen or whatever. Right. He probably made the cut then. Good dude. Um, one thing that we actually forgot to talk about here um, <laughs> on this interview, again, probably feeling that beer, uh, is that he's also in a band he's in a band he plays hockey uh he doesn't drink so you know he's he doesn't go crazy um just just a fucking really good dude and i believe he's single oh so it's a catch ladies the puckia podcast dating dating app yeah yeah soon coming in 2018 maybe who knows where you swipe up <laughs> instead of left or right, up or down. Uh, but yeah, there's Cam from the uh, Wellington Seals.
1: How, how does it feel playing on a full-sized rink in this tournament?
3: Um, it's a definite. Uh, what's the word? It was the, it was an experience, going from playing a tiny tiny little box to a full-sized rink with like you know the boards and all that. It was it was a learning curve for sure, but so much fun. Loved it. Yeah, how was the legs after just the first game? Jelly, absolute jelly. <laughs> Even after first shift, getting off, sitting on the bench, it was just like my legs were like. Bleh. It was cool though. Well worth like well earned, well worth it. How did you go in the first game? We lost by a huge margin, but oh, we lost like six nothing. But being our first tournament and all that, it was it was kind of expected. Like we weren't really expecting much coming into this, but we just kind of like our first first period was. And utter shambles. Like no one knew anything. Then kind of it started building up more after that. Then I threw like the second period. We started actually playing proper hockey, and it was good fun.
1: Yeah, Cam tells a great story about how you gave up the first goal, uh, going for it. Everyone, someone yelled out line change, and you guys just left the puck where it was, and everyone went for a change, and it was a four-on-zero back the other way.
3: Yeah. Um. I don't know what was going through in my head. I think I was just like I had too much going on. Like I wasn't really concentrating that much. And I heard someone from the bench yell like, "Oh yeah, line change." I was just like, "Wait, what?" oh, fuck, okay. I can swear, right? Oh yeah, you can. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh shit, well, okay, off I go then, then everyone's like, what the fuck, what are you doing? I'm like, well, uh, yeah, it was a a brain fart, for sure, which I'm kind of gutted about, but it's not like how one of our defensemen taking out our own players or anything like that, though, so. Hold up, what? uh, one of our guys, Johan, he had a habit of not really keeping his head up, and he would kind of check our own players every now and again. (laughs)
0: And yeah, because of the amount of bare leg that this podcast covers at the moment, it would be a shame if we didn't allow swearing. But we yeah. do—we have that little E tag on iTunes, so it's all good. Uh, but yeah, Joe mentioned that you you assisted on the very first Wellington Seals goal. Yep. Can you just like run us through what happened and how that play developed?
3: Um, I was kind of just skating up. I got into their offensive zone, and I just threw it, like threw it on net, and it kind of just bounced off the goalie's pad. The next, I was, I see a other guy Omar skating and he just whacked it past a glove and boom, that was it. Didn't even like initially it looked like it didn't go in but he started screaming It's in, it's in, it's in, it's in Then it was just like oh. Yay. <laughs>
1: what was the uh what was the celebration style like? Like you'd kind of scored hundred goals before or even have a oh, meltdown?
3: Like did a little fist pump, then we did the whole like, you know, you scale on the bench and fist bump everyone and all that and everyone's just like going ballistic. Our coach jumped, well, our coach jumped the bench and like ran onto the ice and all that sort of shit as well and it was, it was awesome, it was awesome.
0: That sounds like a bench miner to me. Yeah.
1: It's a good way to uh, <laughs> score your first goal, just have a bench clearing brawl almost.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty awesome though, like just an awesome story, like obviously you know, we, we covered it this week and it's uh, it's by far been the most popular story we've ever run in the very short life of Uh, uh But so like obviously you know, you've been... You started playing uh, inline hockey
3: first, yeah. still so playing, still playing inline hockey. <laughs> so how long have you been playing ice hockey? Oh shit! Like, I'd say about six months. It's
1: not a bad effort for only six months. <laughs> it's pretty good. So, and so, how how did the rink in Wellington come about? How did? Um, tell us a bit about it.
3: I'm not too sure. Like, it kind of just. I was just, it just popped up on my like, news feed on Facebook one day saying like oh we're starting to do a social ice hockey night out at Seaview because like initially it's like one of those pop up rings that they usually do during the winter and um, yeah then this guy Zark just started like yeah like got a couple of cheap cheap nets and just like put the word out going like yo like we're going to start doing social ice hockey like every, I think it's like every, well, it was every Wednesday night then we got out about this tournament and it was just oh we should you know it'd be pretty cool to get a team up there. So it's just like, everyone, like, let's just get a bunch of players and whoever's keen, we go up and, well, here we are. (laughs) Now the one thing uh, that this league is kind of notorious for, obviously being a
0: beer league is a shitload of beer, is drunken by the players. Uh, Have you guys had a good time up here in Auckland?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Well I don't drink myself, but some of the other guys, like, yeah, we've had, I mean, we went to that social thing on the Friday night, had a bit of a party and all that sort of stuff and mingled. But yes, we've been, hmm. Good time, very good time. <laughs> and you were telling me that you guys drove up here yep. and
0: now you're going to be driving back down as soon as the tournament
3: is over. We're pretty much going to leave after, like, right after this game because, yeah, we left Wellington Thursday at, like, 4 in the morning and got here at, like, 1230
0: that's commitment, I love it. Because I, I was like, oh yeah, you guys flying down, and you're like, nah man, we're driving, we're driving. That's hardcore.
1: That is um, that is commitment to, so there's no, no beer, or would it be beers in the,
0: the van on the way home for everyone else? And maybe uh, some Cokes or Pepsis for you.
3: <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, probably. We're going to stop in Salvo and like, have dinner and stuff, so probably like beers and burgers and all that. Yeah, Taupo, Burger King, what up? No, nah, apparently it's like this, Um, I forgot the name of it, Paulie's Burgers and like they do like specialty ones and all that.
0: This one's good. Yeah, actually you mentioned uh, while you're up here in Auckland, you went to one of our favourite establishments, Al's Deli, so what did you have there? I had poutine, vegetarian poutine, <laughs> loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad, it's not bad. The one thing I would say about Al's Deli is I think they kind of skimp a little bit on the cheese curds.
3: Yeah, they're like little, little tiny blocks, but I don't know what legit like Canadian poutine's like, so. That's
0: good.
1: Like, like gonna be able to give you a full rundown of every poutine place in Toronto, basically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because uh, I had just been there and um, I pretty much had to, uh, it was my fiancé pretty much had to stop me from having poutine for every meal of the day while we were there. Um, so it didn't happen, but it could have. I had it probably about at least three times in the like six days I was there, so <laughs> not bad, not a bad effort. Uh, yeah. But so as far as like uh, with the Wellington Seals getting your jerseys and everything, and you're wearing number 88. Yep, I'm gonna assume that's because your favourite player is Patrick Kane.
3: No, that was actually my birth year. I was born in 1988, and i was always told it was good luck to have your birth year on like on the back of your jersey. Like, you know, like Crosby, Crosby's got 87 and all that. But I do like Patrick Kane though. He's one of my favourites, but. And I wanted to go with 37, but I thought that would have been a little too cliché. Because, you know, Patrice, being a, a Bruins fan by heart and Patrice Bergeron being my favourite player, I was just like, fuck, like I'll just take my take my birth here. Oh Well, I don't think we're allowed Bruins fans on this podcast.
1: We'll make an exception for this guy. He's uh, he's driven all the way from Wellington so I yeah. suppose we can let it
0: go. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, well anyway thanks Cam for coming on and uh, glad you guys had an awesome time and we really hope that the Wellington seals just from here just goes up and up and hockey really grows in the city.
3: It's open. It's looking promising, looking very promising.
0: Now it wouldn't be a
1: BHL Cho-Ho-Ho podcast without talking to massive friend of the podcast and one of the hardest men to nail down
0: and one of the hardest guys to take a stick to the eye
1: yeah uh he does basically everything um in hockey right now commentating coaching playing uh, organizing so this is justin day co-organizer of the bhl
0: holiday classic slash bar manager Justin, how's it going? Doing good, guys. Nice to see you. It's always nice to see you, man. And it's actually been, um, because I haven't been around much to actually see like the BHL and stuff with work. But so this weekend with the tournament, so the first time I've seen you on the ice uh, in a long time. So for me, myself, you being like one of my favorite, I guess, local players, uh, awesome to see. But speaking of, you suffered that nasty eye injury in the uh, 2017 NHL season, took your season out. uh, but uh, how does it feel to be back out there on the ice? Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously it's so hard to stay away, and uh, and it's so
4: hard when it's out of your hands. You know, injuries suck, and it's part of the game. But uh, I'm I'm actually way ahead of schedule as far as what they initially said with with regards to the eye injury and what time I'd be able to get back on the ice. It was looking like a four to six month thing, and I was back on the ice in two and a half. So I kind of was pushing the envelope to get back there and. Um, Obviously, when, when you love it as much as I do, it's, it's so hard to be away, so it's just awesome to be back out there, and more or less, it's like you miss the dressing room stuff too, you know, and it's just being around the boys, being around the rink and all that stuff, so it's just been, been awesome to have a tournament like this where it's full-on hockey for like five days. It's been sweet, so.
1: I remember that um, that video you posted on the, I think it was on the Kimura page of you on the ice for the first time. you just just skating, and you just had your phone in front of you, and you're just filming yourself, and you Turned it on yourself, and you just looked, and you're like, "Yes, this feels good to be
4: back on the ice." Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I, I um, yeah, it, 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 the injury actually took a lot of uh, like a like a, a psychological toll. You know, I mean, uh, they all do, but this one was was pretty tough, um, just just mentally and stuff. So that was more or less like a triumphant moment for me to be like, "Yeah, I'm back." You know, you're not going to keep me away from the ice, and and so that was, yeah, I didn't didn't really want to broadcast it out there, but I did post it, and it was just yeah, more or less like a. a a good moment for myself and just good to be back out on the ice doing what I love.
1: Now um, you are in charge of one of the most important duties in this tournament, the beer runs. (laughs) Uh, so how have you handled the dire situation like
4: yesterday of the empty kegs? Oh man, I mean it's it's the thing is nothing like this has ever been done before So there was a lot of things where we were just sort of trial and error and flying by the seat of our pants And hoping it all worked out and um, with regards to the beer like that stuff was flying off the shelves Like we couldn't believe it and and the Pilsner was a huge hit and um, huge shout out to those guys at Collab Brewing um, they, they just did a great job and I would literally just fire them a text be like, we're out I need another 50 liter keg be like sweet come pick it up but go pick it up from his house and away we went so um yeah there's, there's it was a bit of stressful times there but uh, and I, I did a lot of driving but
0: uh, it's all worth it when you see people enjoying the product and having a beer at the end of a game it's all worthwhile so we're here like right now this would be technically day two of our uh, holiday classic special for the podcast so day one i didn't get to try any of that pilsner i had three cups of that ipa and i was pretty buzzed so i'm actually pretty sure in one of the interviews we did yesterday, which you would have heard earlier on in this podcast, uh, I may have sounded a little drunk at times. So yeah, it was a, it was a good drop. But I want to know, uh, when we finish this interview, is there any pills in the left? There is. We've restocked
4: everything. we got a fresh 50-liter tapped upstairs ready to go. Lines are cold. We're, we're just waiting for people to drink it. So you take your job very seriously, and I appreciate that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you were doing a bit of commentary on the streams? Yeah, I uh, I like to mess around. I, I'm, I'm not afraid to be on the mic and, and you know talk some shit I guess really we we never we didn't know that Yeah, no I know I keep that under wraps but um, actually it, it stems back from junior days I, I had uh, some concussion problems uh, my second year in junior and um, they needed somebody for the, the color commentating uh, for the live stream that they did back home and um, I just filled in one day and actually got offered a job doing it and I was like well I'm actually planning on recovering and getting back to playing but uh, thanks for the offer but no it's just it's just fun getting behind the mic and, and I'm familiar with all the players so that makes it easier as well is, is just you know sort of nitpicking and finding fun ways to call the game and and uh, I enjoy it I like being behind the mic calling play by play I have so much respect for guys that do it it is so much harder than it looks um, it really really is and so anybody out there that ever criticizes a live stream
0: till you do it don't knock it because <laughs> it's tough stuff I tell you so it seems like okay so you got your playing career you, you also got your coaching career now being the uh, coach of the New Zealand under 20 uh, men's team it seems like once that's all done, you've got another thing you can do with the commentating. But is there anything that you can't do? <laughs> well, I, I don't know.
4: I guess we'll figure that out as we go. But uh, no, I just I just enjoy all aspects of it. And that's actually been uh, really neat about the, the opportunities here in New Zealand is that um, you have to wear a lot of hats and you have to have a lot of people tugging on the rope. And, and um, for me personally, it's it's provided me an opportunity to learn a lot of the stuff behind the scenes that I otherwise wouldn't have that perspective or the opportunity to do that stuff. So, so um, again, it's just a testament to the, the the hockey community here that I'm able to sort of fill in any gaps that might be there, and uh, I have fun doing it. That's the bottom line. So it's a passion project at the end of the day. So,
1: and uh one of your other projects that you do is the Kamora Hockey School. Uh, have you seen many people? Graduate from that school into the FHL or BHL. That was, the time.
4: Yeah, that was exactly why we started the FHL. We we had literally about a, a list of about thirty players that were coming to our Kimura sessions all the time, and, and they were at that sort of you know beginner type level. And um and and we were like, well, we gotta we gotta give them some game time. You know, it's it's awesome to practice and develop, but everyone wants to play a game. Uh, and so that's when Punchy and I got together and we started strategizing and decided we would roll out with that trial FHL season. It was just a, a condensed sort of four month. Um, crack at it, and we, we saw how it would go, and, and obviously the response was huge, and we were able to double the league in, in a matter of one calendar a year. Uh, we went from six teams to 12, and that's just incredible. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's awesome having that feeder league so that anybody that is coming out to, let's say, learn to play, whether it's with AIHA or coming to one of our skill sessions, um, we now have a pathway. We can say, hey, here, here's here's your opportunity to get in and get some games and, and, uh, and, you know, take off with the sport. and That's what we want. More, more feet and skates, more people in the
0: building. So at the end of the day, it's a win-win for everybody. I wish um, that plane could get the fuck out of our media room. I'd really appreciate that. (laughs) Really low flying plane just coming right through the media room. (laughs) Very dangerous. Uh, Now, speaking of Kimura, so what are my goals for 2018? I'm not normally one to set, um, you know, uh, what do you call I want to call it a New Year's resolution, but a goal of mine uh, is actually to kind of like, I'm off work for like a month from late December 15 so my goal is to like get fit hit the gym and because so many people keep asking me uh like an old friend of mine russ black he's like so when are you fucking getting out there and getting on the ice so yeah one of my goals is to get fit and start playing like learning how to play hockey obviously i've i played a lot of field hockey but i've never done it on the ice completely different story so do you have any advice for say someone like me who wants to get started yeah, uh, practice makes perfect. Um, the the bottom
4: line is just get out there, get skating. Um, obviously, you can't play hockey if you can't skate. So at the end of the day, it's it's a matter of just getting out there, getting in skates. Uh, don't be afraid to fall down. Everyone falls. It's- part of the process um but you now it's just just a matter of getting out there and, and having having fun that's that's at the end of the day that's why we all do it that's why we all play yes the NHLers they don't play for the millions of dollars they make they play because they love the sport and um that's what carries everyone through so if you love it get out there don't I, I think Kissel plays for the
0: money <laughs> just kidding just kidding bro he plays <laughs> for the hot dogs I think more <laughs> than anything. Dogs you need to money to buy hot dogs though <laughs> yeah exactly exactly hot dogs and coke boys <laughs> so uh one thing we want to know with uh, this tournament and everything what do you think makes the backyard hockey league the best beer league in the southern hemisphere i'm not going to say the world because who knows there's probably a very legit one in canada or a couple but what makes it the best one in the southern hemisphere uh community i mean that's that's our
4: common theme it's buddies hockey's our buddies hockey's life and and uh, at the end of the day it's 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 not one person there's there's no I mean obviously punchy does a ton and and it's incredible to see what that guy does behind the scenes and with all his promotional stuff and his our marketing materials and all that stuff it's just incredible but um, at the end of the day what sets us apart really is the people it's uh, it's the community it's it's everybody that uh, that helps out we got an incredible volunteer uh, base and and uh, it, it's just everybody that contributes to it is is
0: um, is what makes it special so it's just awesome to be a part of speaking of community so you play for the cheese the top cheese uh, so you'll often play the lacasttors which is the team that my co-host here Joe jury plays for mm-hmm. so how easy is it to dominate and crush him whenever he's on the ice oh no he, he's, you he's a good Logan player wrote that question <laughs> yeah. no no I tell you what he's a good player um, it's' uh, I,
4: I, I mean, I only ever play like half the BHL season because I do go home at Christmas time and stuff. So, um, you know, consistency is probably a bit of an issue on my end I don't show up as much as I should. But um, it's awesome to see and like everybody that's been involved from, you know, my, my time here is coming up on four years. Um, but the improvement across the board, I mean, everybody is we're we're seeing leaps and bounds and, and players are just developing at a rate that I mean, I'm still blown away every time I talk to some people in the league and it's like, oh, yeah, I just picked this up five years ago. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like five years and you're already doing what you do? Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy that the rate of development here is, is you know, unmatched. Um, I mean, I started when I was five years old, and 20, 25 years deep. And that's why I can do some of the things I do. But for some of the people that are just picking it up and, and they're five years in and already playing, you know, BHL and having a good time, it's just, it's awesome to see, so.
0: Yeah, speaking of, you know, the rate of development. So we just had uh, Cam Bellworthy, one of the Wellington Seals forwards on. He's only been playing ice hockey for six months. That's crazy. So. It's just crazy. I mean, and, and it was awesome to get to meet all those guys and get them, uh,
4: get them up here for the tournament. I mean, um, end of the day, what we want is more people enjoying the sport. And, and so we had a whole team of people who've never played an organized a hockey game before that came to, 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 compete in the tournament and, and, uh, by the sounds of it, they had a great time and, and they're, they're hungry for more already. So we'll be sure to provide another opportunity for teams like that, that, uh, want to get their feet wet with hockey. And, um, we're happy to be that platform for sure. So it's awesome to see new people getting involved and, uh, and yeah, resounding, um, they had a great time, it sounds like. So we're, we're happy with that. Thank you, Justin, for your time. Good. Now, lastly, when the
1: hell are we going to get you as a special guest on this podcast?
4: <laughs> well, we're uh, we've already talked about it just uh, before we started here. Um, we'll get there early early January before I head off for Bulgaria. We'll uh, we'll plan something. I'll get back from Calgary, um, going back for for the holidays. Obviously, see my friends and family, but um, I'll have about four or five days there we can work with, and we'll we'll get in there and get it done. Hopefully, we don't lose the footage this time, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, That was that was Joe's fault. In, well. in some other yeah. dimension yeah, somewhere. It's lost somewhere in cyberspace so no it's always fun i appreciate you guys uh taking the time and talking with me and stuff but uh anytime i'm I'm always happy to be a guest with you guys you guys are great guys thanks mate Uh, i think we'll cut that there
0: yeah so you heard it there from uh daigle we are going to finally nail him down and get him into the studio for the um resurrection of the lost podcast tapes there is a there is a universe somewhere that has enjoyed that
1: podcast and we're like number one on itunes
0: <laughs> That'd be pretty with, with that episode. Number, number one podcast because that because that episode because it's the only one that exists. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we will get him on very soon, um, just after Christmas, uh, which would be great. And of course, you know he's getting very very busy with the uh, New Zealand under twenties team as well. Um, but yeah that's pretty much us for our uh, holiday classic special um we've really enjoyed our time down there at the rink um if you caught our instagram story uh at parkier podcast you would have seen everything that we saw uh and one really cool thing we just got a shout out to uh an ex well a previous uh special guest on this show is uh josh krichma
1: yeah his his team the um the fish sticks fish sticks fish sticks uh, one of the FHL teams uh, won the reindeer division which is the division B championship uh, and Josh got to come out He, Josh come and get the Stanley Cup he came got to come out and raise the um, the trophy which was pretty cool
0: and so we have that on, on that Instagram story which we'll repost later um, on our Facebook as well uh, very awesome to see obviously the fish sticks won the FHL like last season, yes. So he's two for two. Ah, uh, no, the source
1: won last year. Cam's team. Ah, uh, he won the he won the SNC Division C title this year, this winter. So
0: whatever he goes for, he wins. He's the lucky lucky charm. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? Fishsticks might just win it all for the FHL this season. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe it'll be pretty tight between them and the che- uh, the source. And also, my um, FHL team,
0: Le Boucheron's. No one cares about your teammate. No. Um, talking about the sauces, making me hungry. Um, so we might go grab some food. But um, yeah, uh, thanks to everyone at Paradise, uh, both Avondale and Botany. and of course everyone in the uh, BHL. Cam, Justin, and just all the players that get out there and make it all happen, and volunteers that help out as well. Uh, very cool tournament and as cam said probably be biannually and when he says that it's gonna happen and i reckon the next one will be massive yeah things that cam says will
1: possibly happen most likely definitely do happen so looking forward to that in
0: 2019 oh yeah Uh, so that's uh, that's a wrap on our uh, BHL Cho Ho Ho 17 holiday classic special Um, hit us up on uh, Instagram Facebook Twitter at Puckier Podcast if you got any feedback if there's anything that you want us to feature and talk about let us know send us an email Uh, it's all all our details there on our website Puckier.nz I'm Logan here's Joe still got his gorgeous beard it's coming off today really it's coming off but you already, I mean, you, I assume you... Well, no, you didn't do Movember. You just rubbed the bed. Mm. But I think you should keep it. That's no, got to go. That's no, It's, it's got to go. Anyway, that's us. Uh, thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week with a little catch-up of what we've been up to. Puck Year. It's New Zealand's hockey podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favorite podcatcher. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Puck Here Podcast. Puck here.